So, I love creating content in general. Uh, as you may all know, I've recently started this TIF podcast. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from a podcast? Which is one of the key questions people tend to ask themselves before they take the plunge to actually starting a podcast. The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this. Basically, I love using Anchor. It's an extremely, extremely easy app to use. First of all, all you need to do is just download the app either on iOS or Android. I personally use it on Android. Register, which takes literally less than one minute. Once you've registered, you are ready to go. All you need to do is set up your profile and hit the record button. You've got multiple resources available to you in the form of background music, jingles, etc. You name it. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Oh, welcome to the TIF podcast. This is episode six. I'm joined by one of my good friends, uh, Alex. Just let them know where they can find you on social media and your YouTube channel, etc. Yeah, so basically, yeah, you can find us on uh, Twitter uh, and also on uh, YouTube. Ch- uh, the YouTube um, on YouTube it's uh, Canon for a TV, and uh, Twitter handle is Canon, also Canon for a TV. And uh, TC, thanks for having me on this podcast. Thank you very much. No, absolutely welcome, Alex. So we've got a few topics that we'll certainly be discussing today within this episode uh, between myself and Alex. The first one, of course, will be the the Premier League fixtures that took place over the weekend. So me and Alex are both Arsenal fans, just to get that out of the way. And uh, we'll definitely be discussing the uh, the Arsenal-Tottenham match. uh, The result itself over the weekend. Well, um, I think the one that kind of stuck out for me more than anything else, you know, Arsenal apart, um, Liverpool. Liverpool, they seem to be um, choking again. You know, I think it's more than 20 years since they last they last won the uh, uh, the league. And um, now at the business end of things, um, a draw against Everton is not is not the de- desired um, result they would have liked. And on the other, other hand, you've got uh, Man City, who seem to be um, just going forwards and upwards. So... If I had to put my money on the two teams, I would definitely put my money on Man City to win the league again and maybe have a dominant maybe two or three more seasons. Um, Chelsea, um, against my, my second favourite um, team as Fulham, uh, quite sad. I think it mm-hmm. seems like um, Fulham are destined to uh, to be relegated. Quite quite a shame. They, they've they had how many managers now since they came back to Brentford? Two managers? Well, uh, two of them on their third now with uh, Scott Parker. Yeah, so. yeah, so a shame of Ranieri. Um, I think they should have probably given him more time, you know, let him rebuild uh, the team and try and fight their way back into the Premiership. 
Uh, I believe they they will certainly regret getting rid of Ranieri. Um, what do you make of the? Sorry, say that again. I kind of cut out of there. What do I make of what, what, what do you make of the Scott Parker appointment at Fulham? Um, it's a good one to try and steady the ship. Uh, you know, I think he's been there for the best part of uh, four years, three, four years. So mm-hmm. would be familiar with him, Scott Parker. Um, it's just a shame it's 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 come to this, you know. And um, I think, like I said before, in my opening words, I think that Fulham are destined to go down. And um, if they can keep hold of uh, uh, Scott Parker, you know, given the time, uh, maybe some throw some money to him. Uh, he might he might just be the right man. But look. These days, in modern football, you know the the owners of the of uh, football teams, they don't have much patience. They they want instant success, which is a real shame because you have to give not only the coaches and the managers, you have to give the whole you know um, setup some time to you know come to fruition. You know, but um, Scott Parker is he the right person? Uh, yeah, I think he is. I think he well, is. I- I'll just add on what you're saying. It's uh, essentially a long, uh, a long, uh, a long sort of long-term plan you need to put into place. And um, Fulham, as you said, they want quick success. They went out and spent a hundred million pounds in the summer. And to me, that's um, that is pretty much trying to take a shortcut. They went and spent money on players that are pretty much maybe third or fourth tier players. You know, uh, the the people like Andre Schurler who didn't cut it at the big clubs. They've ended up getting him, and I can't imagine how much he's earning over there. Um, it's going to be a free fall, in my opinion, for Fulham down the leagues. Uh, it, it reminds me of the situation was put up with Portsmouth uh, a few years back, if you remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's sim- similar tones there, similar tones yeah. there, and um, yeah, like I said, it's just it's it's modern football. You know, people demand success, not like um, tomorrow. Uh, they want instant success, like now. You know, so like I said, you know, I just hope they give Scotty Parker, you know, the time and with some money. But like you said, they spent a lot of money. I think they spent the most in the league, to be honest. They, they did. They did. They did. Yeah, yeah only you know? to get relegated. But of course, uh, as you say, this is modern football. These things happen. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, um, first game against Watford. What did you make of that result? Uh, 2-1 Leicester. Well, Watford, oh, sorry. Well, yeah, when I watched the match, I saw it was 1-1, only to be told that Watford snatched the winner in the uh-huh. nine seconds of injury time. Um, uh-huh. I was actually surprised that Brendan Rodgers left um, Celtic to come that back was... into the Premiership. Um, it was an odd decision, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, how many seasons had he been at Celtic? Just, just is it two seasons? Two or three, I believe. But he, he yeah. was building a, a massive legacy there, in my opinion. Um, gone a season unbeaten. I think they'd done a treble or something along those lines during his time yeah. there. So, I, you know what, so I, the impression I get from that appointment is that maybe he feels he has unfinished business in the Premiership. I mean, why... why? You've, you know, you've got this, a successful team in Celtic, a, you know, all bar, you know, a, a good one in the Champions League. You know, why would you come back into the Premiership? For me, it's, it's, uh, it was a strange one. Uh, to me, I, I think it's um, Brendan Rodgers has never really had the respect that he believes he deserves uh, as a manager. Obviously, doing what he did at Celtic, yes, great achievements, but it's still in the Scottish League at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. If you still, I mean, yeah. so I, I do believe it's sort of a um, a redemption task on his part. That's he wants I mean. to redeem himself and uh, get that big job yet again. Uh, but do you see, with, with Leicester City, Leicester well, City. 
do you know what? I was sitting there thinking people are sort of stuck in that nostalgic era when Leicester City won the league. They'll never repeat that. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it's it's uh, as much as that is one of my greatest sporting achievements in in my lifetime. Really, um, it's never going to be repeated. And there's that nostalgic feeling that they can do it again. Well, you know mm-hmm. what? Like we've spoken about Fulham and Scotty Parker situation. Um, the, the, the team has money. Um, they're a mid-table team at, at, at most. And I mm-hmm. guess, again, the patience, if they do have the patience, uh, give them uh, time to rebuild the team, you know, get rid of some of the players there. You know, they might spring one or two um, surprises. But to say that they'll probably win or they're going to challenge again from the Premier League, I can't see that again in my lifetime. No, of course not. It's um, it's just that nostalgic feeling, really, yeah. that they um, yeah. they believe they can do it again. But, of course, um, it wasn't a good start for Brendan Rodgers. Uh, ended up losing 2-1 to Watford. Last minute, as you say, uh, last minute winner. And I think it was uh, Gray who scored the goal. That's uh, right. For uh, Watford. And wasn't, so, um, wasn't Jamie Vardy, did he, he got injured as well, didn't he? I, I think... I'm sure Jamie Vardy got injured. Yeah, obviously, let me just double check that just yeah. to clarify. But I'm certain, I'm certain that he got injured. He scored a goal yeah. for Leicester. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, he's a goal-scoring machine. Um, but yeah, I do believe Jamie Vardy suffered uh, an injury on that particular day. So let's let's just move on to uh, another fixture, uh, which is West Ham Newcastle. What did you make of that result? Two 0 to West Ham. Oh. <laughs> Um, I'm 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 not really surprised, uh, and I didn't I didn't see the match. I just saw the result. Um, yeah. Really, I, I've got not much to say about that. I mean, I know um, uh, Rafa Benitez. You know, he's he's uh, a legend at Liverpool. Great um, man. I'm actually surprised that he stuck out, stuck it out with Newcastle. You know, up until this point, because I don't think he's been given any kind of uh, amount of funds to to invest, has he? I think. I uh, always I'm, say. I'm, Newcastle are really lucky to have Rafa Benitez. Um, very, very lucky. Extremely lucky. Very lucky. Yeah, I'm surprised at the result. Very, very surprised at the result. Because I thought, um, I'm not sure the last couple of matches that Newcastle have won, whether they've they've won or lost. But yeah, I was a little bit surprised that West Ham did beat them. Two, it was 2-0, wasn't it? I think. It was 2-0. Yeah. Uh, New- Newcastle had actually gone on a great run up until now. Uh, I believe they'd won their last three or four games. Right, uh, right. I'm most certainly they'd won their last four games at home, uh, which they hadn't done in a very, very long time. Uh, but yeah, they've ended up obviously losing to West Ham. What do you make of Declan Rice and the whole situation with Declan Rice? Uh, I haven't read too much into the Declan Rice situation, to be honest. I know he's um, is, is he wanting to uh, play for the England team now, or he, he switched about... over now. He's, he switched over, yeah. And uh, he obviously got on the score sheet as well at the weekend, so hence I um, I brought him up. But a uh, fantastic young player. Um, but he's um, yeah, a lot of Irish people are certainly not happy with him in regards to that whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll put, we'll put a can of worms there, but um, do you know what? Um, I'm not sure sure how he qualifies to to switch over, but I guess there's a loophole there, and um, he's, he's he's made the most of the loophole, and um, yeah, good good luck to him, good luck to Declan. No, but you're, well, you're he- right, he's say that a lot of Irish people are not are not happy that he switched legions over to uh, to England. Hundred percent, but he um he didn't represent Ireland in a competitive match, and that was the loophole. 
Right. Okay. Okay. Made him friendly, so um, that's why yeah. he's ended up being able to switch. But they need to sort of close that loophole. But that's a story for another day. Uh, Wolves, Cardiff. What do you make of Cardiff's situation? So Wolves won two nil. Uh, yeah. Do you know? What? I think Cardiff. Are, I, I mean, I've I've already ticked them off. I think they're going to be relegated. You know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. The the manager. Um, yeah. I was actually surprised that they 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 were promoted, but I, I've I've read a label them to be um, relegated this this season. I can't see anyhow they're going to get out from that situation that they're in there. Uh, Wolves, I do love Wolves. It, I mean, um, the manager is um, I forget his name now. Uh, uh, Nino Espirito Sanchez or something along those lines. I can never say his name to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Portuguese Revolution. Um, yes, I do, like, I, do like, I do like the way they play over there. I really like the way that they expand to football, and um, I would love them to, to stay in the Premier the Premier League uh, well, for many, many seasons. They're currently in the Europa League spots, and uh, I believe when their Chinese owners took over, um, their aim was to be in the Champions League by twenty twenty two or something of that sort. They're on course. They're, they're, they're on course. Fully on course, yeah. Uh, they've built a fantastic team, and uh, do, do you know what? I actually enjoy watching Wolves every single weekend, unless they play against Arsenal. Well, of course, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> that that I will admit too. But no, admit well, like I said, the Portuguese Revolution over there. You know, I mean, I, I do like the way they play. You know, the ball on the ground. You know, one two touches, a lot of movement there. Mm. A, a really attractive team. Really, really attractive team Very enjoyable to watch. So, we move on. Man United 3, Southampton 2. Thoughts on that one, Alex? Uh, another, another one when I saw within the first five, ten minutes, the notification on my phone flashed up. It was 1-0 to Southampton. I thought, ah, mm-hmm. oh, right, okay. Um, but then it was false hope and I saw Man United put it back and then they eventually were 3-2 winners. Look, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he's done a fantastic job. Yeah, I'll put my hand up to that as well. Yeah, yeah, likewise. However, I think at the business end, because I think they still have some big games to be played. Yeah, yeah. So we're playing uh, against them um, next week. Next week, you know. So as much as I, um, yeah, I admire the work that he's done there with uh, with Manu. um, Yeah, I think they're going to be dropping some points. 100% yeah I, 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 it's going to be a battle to obviously get into the Champions League for all the teams involved uh, essentially the team sitting from third all the way to sixth uh, but Man United do still have a um, a tough tough uh, list of fixtures to come so they've got us coming up on the 10th of March I believe that's right um, yep they also have uh, let's have a look give me a second They've got Watford, Wolves, West Ham, Everton, Man City. They still have to go to City. Uh, sorry, they're, they're hosting City. They're hosting Chelsea back-to-back within a space of four days. And they've got Huddersfield and Cardiff. So that doesn't look so difficult. But it's those two Man City games and Chelsea games that will obviously make their season, yeah. uh, I do believe. And along the way, they can certainly draw either Wolves or Watford. So it's going to be extremely difficult for them. Uh, next fixture here, Crystal Palace Burnley. Thoughts on that? Three one to Crystal Palace. Uh, yeah, I, you know I do actually like Crystal Palace. You know I, I do like the way that Hodgson has um, got them playing, and um, I, I, they're another team who I thought they were probably going to be um, the favourites to be relegated or up just above the relegation zone. 
But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they come up trumps, and there was talk of um, uh, that, that. Of course, we, we we've known for quite a few years, TC, that Arsenal need a winger, and as a yeah. certain player, Crystal Palace, that people were talking about a few months ago, that maybe he would be ideal for for Arsenal. I'm not so sure about that, but. The bottom line is, you know, uh, Hodgson has done fantastic work with Crystal Palace there. But Benteke, Benteke, oh, he's a bit of an enigma, isn't he? At wow. Liverpool, he, he, he failed, you know. Yeah. Crystal Palace, he's not, he's not the main man, is he? You know, but... Um, well, I, I always say, well, obviously you get service from Andres, uh, Andres Townsend and uh, Zaha out wide, but I can't seem to figure what's gone wrong there. Um... A high-valued player in the transfer market at one point uh, when he moved from Villa to Liverpool. Mm. But it seemed as if his career stalled since then and I can't see Crystal Palace hanging on to him for a while. Um, they've obviously got Bacuay in on loan, who's got two and two now. Uh, he scored at the weekend as well. So I can't see him hanging on at Palace for a while. Obviously, Roy Hodgson has said he'll, he'll stick with him. He'll sort of try and... Uh, instill some confidence in him to get him to score again, but he's yeah he's been on a terrible, yeah. terrible uh, downhill slide. Yeah, uh, he's, he's still an international, isn't he? Does he still play for? Is it Belgium? Belgium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays second fiddle to uh, Lukaku, of course. But um, yeah, he still represents his country. Yeah, but yeah, so, you know, uh, Hodgson, he's done, he's done uh, a good job with Crystal Palace. Really, really 100% good. Percent agree. Uh, Brighton Huddersfield will. Breeze through that one. Uh, one nil to Brighton again. Chris Hewton, fantastic job he's done over there. Do you know I, I had Brighton to lose. I thought they were they were lost against uh, Huddersfield, but um, yeah, he's pulled it out of the bag as, again, hasn't he? I'm I know sure. he might, they might survive. Do they remain in the relegation zone or are they just above the relegation zone? I can't. Uh, Brighton are currently fifteenth in the table with thirty points, uh, and they're five points clear off the relegation. Right. Okay. Okay. With, with ten games to go. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it? Yeah. So again, you know, like we said before, TC. You know, in football, things can change very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. You know? But um, yeah, Chris Houghton, well, well, well done. Good luck to him. You know, but like I said, I, I was very surprised that they beat um, Huddersfield. I know Huddersfield yep. are, are down at the bottom. In is it bottom position? Bottom Literally, place? they're sitting, yeah, they're sitting right yeah. at the bottom. So, yeah. um, it doesn't look too good for them either. Uh, yeah. we, we spoke about this briefly at the top of the episode. Uh, Man City, Bournemouth. Man City ended up winning 1-0. Very, very tight yeah. game for City, in my opinion. Um, I think this is the second game. They've come away with a 1-0 victory. Uh, the previous game as well, they won 1-0. And they always say this is a sign of champions if people are grinding out results. Yes, absolutely. You know, Pep Guardiola would be very happy because... As much as they play, you know, pretty, you know, tiki-taki football, expansive football, he'll be happy that they can grind out the results. And sure. it's a sign of a champion, or, you know, a winning, you know, league team there, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah. Of course, I, I, should, you know, yeah, I, don't, I don't want to throw in the deep end, but, you know, out of um, Liverpool or Man City, which team would you prefer to win uh, the Premier League? I couldn't stand Liverpool winning the league, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know what? And I, I believe that's the general consensus around the country. You know, is that um, sure? <laughs> their the fans will be absolutely unbearable. Um, 
Yeah, I can't. I've got Liverpool. Uh, I've got friends that support Liverpool, and I, I couldn't stomach it to be honest. Uh, it would be absolutely horrendous. So uh, that, that is my personal thought on that. With Man City, we're sort of used to it now. You know, they win the league. They do it season in, season out. They play absolutely well. Last season, they blew everyone away. And yeah. uh, of course, this season, it's, it's been a bit more tight for them. But I, I reckon they'll see it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my opinion is, I, I I don't want one team to dominate uh, the Premier League. Um, but saying that, I do love the way that Man City play. Because I I would hope that Arsenal would you know aspire to be something as near as possible to the way that Man City plays. We, we had that at one point. At one point, we had that. Uh, I believe the time when we got to the Champions League final, uh, a couple of seasons before that and after that, uh, we were playing that kind of uh, expansive football, one-touches, triangle football, uh, moving into space and all that sort of good stuff that people like to see. But over the years, uh, in particular the last two, three years, uh, we've evolved into this sort of... Um, we still play good football, don't get me wrong, but uh, it's not... No longer like it were. We used to be called Barcelona Light back in the day. Yeah, but, um, yeah. We've uh, we've certainly evolved into something completely different now. So let's 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 slightly move on from that. And uh, Arsenal Tottenham, uh, terrible result for us, of course. Uh, but great not to come away with a defeat, uh, in my opinion. Um, but we should have won the game. Uh, that's as simple as that, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, it's so disappointing. However, I did I did predict like three or four weeks ago uh, on my um, on my YouTube channel that uh, that, that that we would get uh, a point, and I would mm-hmm. be happy mm-hmm. with a point. But okay. after, looking at the, the 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 performance, Unai Emery tactically outdid Pochettino there. Hundred bar the, the, the officiating there the, the linesman the referee the, the penalty that literally wasn't a penalty the yeah. retaken uh, yeah I, I, you know I, I, I am disappointed however we've got to remember that we didn't lose we didn't lose we, 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 we left there with a point uh, I do feel uh, so bad for um, Aubameyang because he missed the penalty and actually TC um, I didn't see the penalty because I was so fearful because when mm. I actually went to see um, Arsenal um, versus Cardiff at the Emirates, and yep. I've seen the way that uh, Aubameyang took the penalty, and it was so close to the goalkeeper, and I had visions of him taking the same style penalty, and the goalkeeper saving the penalty. And what happened? Loris saved the penalty. But, and do you know what? I was mm. sitting with my brother at the time. We were both watching it, and he said to me, the keeper's going to save this, the keeper's going to save this, and he took it, and the keeper saved it. I think you could see in the body language... And someone pointed out to me on Twitter that Wenger used to have a policy of whoever wins the penalty does not take it, just in case of self-doubt. So who else? Who else would have? Would you prefer taken to taken the, the penalty? Um, <laughs> it would have been difficult on that day, really, because obviously we had Ramsey would have stepped up and took that penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Ramsey yeah, or Mickey. Mickey could have stepped up and took that penalty. <sighs> Ozil, yeah, but you know what? We, 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 we've left with a point. We've left there with a point, you know. And um, yeah, the, uh, on my uh, Twitter account, uh, and even today when I did my uh, fans' comments, a lot of people have been saying that maybe VAR would have made a big difference 
because you could see with the offside, Orbar, um, Mustafi nudging Kane, there were five, yeah. there were five Tottenham players, you know, who were who were offside. Yep, yep. I would have would have would have rectified that situation there. I don't believe VAR would have done that because if you look in uh, La Liga, there was a great example this season where VAR was in use and there were horrendous deci- uh, decisions that were being missed. So, uh, to me, it, I don't know, it's it's fairly difficult to predict what VAR would do, but um, that mm. one example I'm thinking of, I believe it involved Real Madrid and, yeah, there were horrendous decisions that were not being given. There were clear fouls and, you know, uh, the usual offsides, but the balls were still going through. But um, mm. hopefully mm. next season, uh, all the injustices will be put away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, just to, just to round up the episode very, very quickly, um, we'll talk about Nacho Monreal to Barcelona. I thought on that. I did see the reports today, actually, in uh, the Mirror the mirror Online. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, um, Nacho Monreal and Alberto Monre- uh, Moreno are, have been shortlisted uh, to be targeted by Barcelona. Listen, what? last season, uh, Monreal was my uh, Arsenal player of the season because he's... Mr. Reliable, his important goals, irrespective of his age, he's doesn't complain either. Yeah, and he gives you fifty percent of both ways. What do I mean by that? Mm. His defense is as good as his attack. Uh Both of them are just as good as Uh the North London derby. He had an absolute blinder there. Oh, very. Very surprised if Arsenal were to let him go. Listen, I know he's in his twilight years, and I know people are talking about Kalatinac, the tank going yeah. forward. Fantastic. His defensive um, now is working on. It needs a lot of work. So yeah. I would be very, very surprised and very sad if Arsenal do let Nacho Monreal go to Barcelona. Very, very sad. I reckon they will extend it by one more year. Yeah, 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 and then hopefully see out his career with Arsenal. But um, fantastic player, has been a great servant for us Absolutely. over the years. Uh, but it's been absolutely fantastic having you on, Alex. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Hopefully, this has become a regular occurrence. It's been a pleasure, TC. It's been a pleasure. And I hope you all have me back on again. One hundred percent. And just remind the audience where they can find you again on your social media platforms. Yeah, so again on YouTube, we are uh, Canon for the TV. Uh, we also have a website as well. I can't remember the website address. Uh, the Twitter <laughs> handle is uh, Canon, also Canon for the TV as well. You can find us on there with any updates um, and connect to our YouTube channel. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on onto the episode six of the uh, the Topic is Football podcast, Alex. And I uh, hope you have a good evening. Likewise, TC. Have a good evening and uh, we'll be speaking very, very soon. Fantastic. Thank you, Alex. Right, thanks for that, Alex. Cheers. All right, bye. Take care. Bye-bye.